Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Yes, brought to you by Omaha. Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Big news, guys. You join me as always. You're going to join me and the rest of the Extra Points crew. All talent. January 8th, January 9th, Las Vegas, Nevada. You ever been, Martin? No, oh, just, uh, just a few times. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club, Shaq. We're going to have watch parties for the Week 18 Sunday games between 10 a.m. and 4.30. And then we're going to do Monday night. That's for a national championship game right there. Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. Go out there. Free events. There's going to be a parlay pinata and everything, Shaq. I know you're ready for that. I love a pinata. It's a it, it's one of society's great inventions. What a what a great thing that is. Although it's filled with stale old candy. But never mind that. I can't wait. Let's go to Vegas. And you mentioned Jimmy Kimmel. How about the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl in Los Angeles yes. once again? Who's in it? Who cares? It's going to be a party anyway, right? It's Washington State. It's Fresno State. Here's what I say. It's at right. SoFi, which is a state of the art arena, right? And Look, it, it, maybe you don't love this game. Maybe you're not from either of those schools. Buy a ticket. You get to check out the stadium for 35 bucks. Parking is reasonable. You're not going to be able to do this for Rams Raiders. You're not getting out of there for less than, what, $27,000, Martin, right? And parking will be, uh, you will never get out, right? It'll take you three hours to get home. L.A. Bowl. Dot SoFiStadium.com. Sheck is right. Buy a ticket. Washington State, Fresno State. We'll go over. We'll pick a winner later in the week. Called uh, yeah, by Greg McElroy, uh, host of Always College That's Football. Right. Also, you know, he's our colleague now on Omaha mm-hmm. and and uh, the most recent guest on Minus Three. Go check that one out. He's positively delightful. He's not. He's uh, he's going to be interviewing he and Joe Tessitore, right? Going to be interviewing Jimmy in the halftime third quarter right right there. Martin, that's three minutes from your house. That is a, an eight-minute electric bike ride over. Uh, Actually, probably about right about eight minutes, and I okay. like just about the problem would be yeah. having to try to bring the battery inside so nobody steals oh. it while I'm out there, because you know you know those walk those Cougar fans. You got to be careful right. about those guys. You it never no. It's weird up there in the Palouse. They travel down. You got to be you got to be wary of the Cougars. Maybe you're right. You may have to hide the battery in the bushes. I don't know. I, maybe I'll read the fine print uh, on the website there, labowl.sofistadium.com. Maybe they have advice for people taking an electric bike over there. Hey, our contest winner, Brandon, Brendan Franklin, sorry, 10 right this week. Boy, this was a tough week, Shaq. He wins a $100 gift card, by the way, extrapoints.com slash arcade. He won our pick'em contest. I think I'm looking at meatballs. I don't even want to read this. I think we all did poorly. Yeah, I- Kevin Hanchin yeah. was second, second I, in the I, nation. I, I oh, take Martin, a little, I'm uh, sorry. I, t- I, I, sort of, I take a little umbrage to Meatball saying it was an ugly week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I feel, I feel a little bit erased here. What's going right. on? Go ahead. Uh, just uh, so you were like the only one who did well. You, you, and congratulations! You reached 100 wins, Martin. Eight Thank and you. four. Um, Hench, though, who was second in the nation on ESPN, out of what? Check hundreds of thousands of people. 
I think he yeah, only he said won 200,000 some odd people are in there and he was second going into this week. How right. he comes out a completely different matter. Oh uh, yeah. Three and nine, which I think you and uh, Eddie were also the minus three crew right there. We're also three and nine. I, I wasn't solidarity. Yeah, I was five and seven. So there you go. Right. Yeah, they stick together. Hench is in first place. Brother Bry is one game back, and Harry is three games back. As we get down to the nitty gritty, let's talk about that game last night. Patriots, so I got, I got Cardinals. One more thing to pay off before Please do. we get to Monday Night Football. Yeah. Dave, how'd you enjoy the Army Navy game? Oh, wow. That was great, right? It, it was great, huh? It was. Nice how me. many? So obviously, England and France outdrew. Army Navy in the ratings by a significant margin. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to guess by how many times do you think that England and France outdrew Army Navy? Well, let's give it perspective. That game was over probably by the second quarter of Army Navy, right? I think by the time it ended. So you still had most of the Army yep. Navy and certainly the overtime uh, left to, for viewers to jump on there. But go ahead, check. They're ingrates is what the answer is to that. England and France. They wouldn't be playing their soccer game if it weren't for our army and Navy. Remember that. (laughs) That is a good point. It has something to do with it. But there was almost as much scoring uh, until the uh, freaking overtime. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, what's what's more delightful than a game that needs overtime to go over that? I mean, over the 31 and a half at kickoff. That was very funny stuff. Listen, the guys and the said the people in the stands, as we already went over, I love it. I'm not going to justify myself to you people, especially when you sat there and watched the Patriots and Cardinals. All right. Spoiler alert. We all did. As our mutual pal, Jeff Schwartz said on social media and otherwise, yet watch the game Patriots and Cardinals. You watch a bum game like that only because you know that springtime 2023 You'll be pining for any pigskin. You'll take whatever you can get. And so it's your responsibility right. to sit through that horrendous ball game. Okay. Well, horrendous ball game is definitely, definitely Army Navy jumping back a couple of days. Uh, I'm sorry. I get it with the cannon and it's nice and everyone salutes fine. It's great. Uh, once they put the ball on the field, it's a pathetic game, Sheck. It is. It is. The well, only way it goes over is if they're the fullback bust at 75 yard run. And if there's a special teams touchdown, because the way they run their offense, they don't care about entertaining anyone. It's 200 yards of total offense for two and a half hours. I know, Name, but it's a, but you understand game. it's a sil- the, the The beauty of it is, is that it's siloed from the rest of college football. You don't watch it. I mean, at least I don't thinking, boy, uh, Alabama would uh, destroy these teams. You know, boy, they just throw it over the, their heads. These kids, the, these student athletes are not at all on the same level as the best teams in the country. It's How about they try to beat each other? Forget about Alabama. It doesn't look like anyone's trying to do the trick play was the pass in overtime, Martin. That was their trick play. Like, oh my God, he dropped back to pass. That that was it. That, that's, yeah, yeah of course. And, they and, scored. Don't believe it. You know, you say, you know, no one thinks, oh, Alabama will beat this team. It's like, well, I do maybe think that maybe St. John Bosco might be able to beat one oh. of these teams, like the, the number one high school in the nation. That's right, what makes me curious. America. That's Just fine. In their go, go watch Morocco. <laughs> well, what, what, I'm go not watch watching, Morocco kick the ball. I'm not <laughs> watching any of that fake football, but two point, uh, 21.3 million people watched England, France, 6.9 million. Wow. For Army Navy, so just I'm about actually surprised times. by the Army Navy game. I think that's a couple million more than normal, probably because of the overtime. But wow, yeah, 21, <laughs> 21 to six. That's under, right? Anyway, uh, yeah, Shaq, I don't know if, if I put a frozen apple pie in front of your face and you refuse to eat it, I'm not going to say you're anti-American. I mean, it's the the product still has to be decent for you to be interested, no? 
But you're right about Patriots Cardinals, 27-13. Kyler goes out early, and I mean first play early or second play. Uh, and then the Patriots, who were a two-and-a-half-point favorite, immediately became a five-and-a-half-point favorite. But Colt Maboy went in there and looked like he was going to be a serviceable uh, outing. And then they just get crushed 27-13. And my streak of nine in a row on Monday Night Football is done. D-O-N-E, Shaq. I'm sorry. It was a it was a marvelous run there. Um, what's mm. kind of sad is is that the takeaway. So the Cardinals are finished, but the Patriots. Are we going to have to sit through the AFC side of the playoffs? Is the thing I'm looking forward to. Um, mm. Certainly not what the majority of what I suspect the NFC side of the thing's going to look like. Are the Patriots going to sully things, though? Are they going to get in there? I hope not. That that uh, would bum me out on Wild Card Weekend. That is a, a dreadfully boring football team. And mm-hmm. I get that it's a Belichick team, but the big takeaway is Mac Jones and Matt Patricia. What the hell? I mean, why is this team even still relevant? I guess it's a tribute yeah. to Belichick when it's all said and done. But, man, this is some uninspired this is not inspiring uh, more football fans to tune into pro football action. Right? That was a yeah. real uh, they're, snoozer they're, of a game. I think they're below average team. The Patriots may average at best, and they had their way with that that Cardinals. Team. Uh, Martin, that team may not win the rest of the year. The Cardinals, I uh, they just cannot put four good quarters together. Maybe not even three. Yeah, you know, I'm I've been down on them. I had Cliff Kingsbury as my first coach fired, and every time I watch him play, I think about Matt Rule and losing mm-hmm. that game. To somehow he lost to the Cardinals in like week three. And right. if they had won, I just I just feel like we would be freed from the Cliff Kingsbury style of offense that we that we are watching as we just are forced the Cardinals down our throats. I lost my bet though, because Kyler Murray got hurt three plays in. And I've seen on the internet, you know, down the timeline, different people have been complaining about this. And different sports books have been refunding this. And all mm-hmm. I have to say is that's disgusting. The that's refund. terrible. That's yeah, don't refund that. We lost. It's bad luck. Okay. We lost. You're gonna win all types of bets because of good luck. For example, if you had the under interceptions, you won that one before you even threw a pass attempt. Congratulations, mm-hmm. you won. But this whole, oh, I had Kyler Murray interceptions as the last leg of my 18-leg parlay. Oh, my God, help me, help me, help me. No, you should be ashamed of yourself because everything you put on the Internet is on public record, too. So remember that. So just wow. don't, like that's just, that, that right there is bad. I, I don't like it. Even though I lost, it's the name of the game that matters. I'm with you. Right. It's a bet ache. It's a bet ache for sure. I don't. I don't like the participation trophy of uh, we're refunding it. It makes the sports books look good. Like, hey, we're the good guy. But there has to be some They're risk not. in this, right? Not. By the way, when you're handicapping, uh, you know, uh, like you had, you had uh, Kyler to throw an interception. So you were probably like, get up, get up, because I need you to throw a pick, which was a weird, psychologically different from where everyone else maybe with prop bets is coming from. But. Um, yeah, you fa- some people are factoring that into their bets, right? Like I think the Patriots are going to get to Kyler and maybe even knock him out early. So they shouldn't be they should be rewarded more than anyone else is being punished for uh, Kyler going down yeah. early. You want to be mad about something? Yeah. As a, yeah, be mad about John Wolford playing three snaps and sitting on a bench healthy while the backup comes in Baker Mayfield or Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi earlier this year, because that right there, that's tomfoolery with your injury report and your depth chart, which only exists for people to bet on. Somebody goes out there and gets hurt. 
It's the name of the game. That's fair play. I went. I wish the best for Kyler going forward. I hope he makes a full recovery. But I did, I lost the bet. Game's the game. Right. Martin's not getting his money back, Shaq. I mean, he cried to you for three dollars for 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 like four months, and uh, but he doesn't want a refund on the Kyler. That was Murray. principal. What's fun to me is um, to think about, I know a lot of people are now moving on to mock drafts and where their team that is uh, is playing in the mid that's in the midst of a lost NFL season, looking for that optimism. But it's also fun to now start talking about as college football season winds down, who is going to take over a team like the Arizona Cardinals in mm-hmm. 2023? I think, I think Wilkes. Now you you need to keep him in Carolina, right? You don't let him out of the door given that turnaround there. Same personnel. In fact, mm. worse personnel when CMC goes out the door and now they're they're rising up. But Arizona has some nice pieces. Is that the destination for Sean Payton? That would be a good spot, right? I mean, that yeah. that would be a that's a that's a interesting spot if you're a, a coveted head coach to go to. I mean, like an Eric B. Enemy. Maybe makes a lot of sense there. That's where my brain is with these. They should be like a cars. Caesar's prop. Yeah, you're right. Where does Sean Payton end up next year? And uh, Arizona looks like uh, could be the front runner. It is weird though, Sheck, with some of these teams that hire interim coaches. You mentioned Steve Wilkes, and then they're in the spot where, oh man, do we bring this guy back? The Raiders passed on what was it, Basaccia? Basaccia. Yeah, he ended up being like a special teams coach in uh, in Green Bay. But maybe it definitely would have been cheaper to just uh, bring him back than Josh McDaniels. And what a terrible uh, – we, we didn't get to talk about that Thursday game. My God, two 16-3 leads on the night games last week in the fourth quarter. Tampa beats New Orleans, and the Rams beat uh, the Raiders just when you think you have this the uh, year figured out. Yeah, On the wrong side of both of them. I could only imagine how thrilling the wins would have been. We talked about these teams that are going to go away. Um, I, I picked Seattle to go away in the last month because, Shaq, I think you brought it up last week. There's always a team in December that's looking good. They're in the hot seat, and then they just fall off. You could have gotten Seattle at plus 340 to not make the playoffs last week. Now now it's um, – I think it's about plus 120 or something. Do you find a team – Check that you Seattle, looking at like, the Jets fit that description. I think I'm not worried about the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the you know the Giants need a win here. You know we were, we talked about that two three weeks ago. They got to figure out a way to get a win here. They may be the team that loses out. It's funny though that how those ties kind of they're not the worst thing in the world for you. You know that may be the difference of them getting in. In fact. Um, well, don't forget the out. Giants lost a tiebreaker to Seattle if there were no ties, you know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. the tie may help. Um, I do want to go over these numbers real quick. Seattle is minus 142 to make the playoffs. Uh, the Saints are 25 to 1, Martin, so that might not happen. On the AFC <laughs> side, the Chargers, I took them at plus 145. I'm like, this team, I think we have to let go of our grudges, right? Check. I know you broke up with them. I was down on the Chargers, mostly for comedy's sake, just to butt heads with you. But now I'm like, I think this could be a good and a dangerous seven seed. Now they're minus 180 to make it. The Jets are plus 160 to make it. Your Dolphins, as you mentioned, check, minus 280. Not a ton of danger of not making the uh, final seven there, but uh, we're in a good spot here. Looking uh, well, first of all, spoiler alert: I know we'll we'll give our proper picks on Thursday, but I do like the Dolphins plus seven and a half going into Buffalo. I'm not Mm. scared that it might snow there. It's not like everybody on the Dolphins is uh, is from Miami any more than everybody on the Bills is from Buffalo. 
Um, just very quickly, I want to go back. I, I just very quick because it's a fascinating thing that continues to go on 20 years in. It, and it went to new levels, um, I think, on Monday Night Football for whatever reason. Matt Patricia, in the midst of watching that game last night, they're making fun of Matt Patricia kind of openly about how ridiculous it is. And who was not Josh the Mannings, McDaniel. not the Mannings and Simmons. I didn't hear I didn't hear that. Were they? I feel like it's insinuated that it's all about Belichick and it remains. Oh. I don't know. Does this in in the history or off the top of your head, can you remember any guy who just has such singular control of everything? And to the extent that, as we've talked about, but it remains and continues to get even weird that no one once you get, if you are learning at the coach of Belichick's knee, no one ever goes on to success. Bill O'Brien is the success story mm-hmm. of all time from Bill Belichick's coaching tree. It remains bizarre, and it's even weirder because Matt Patricia is on his staff as the nominal offensive coordinator, and I don't think anyone thinks that he's actually doing anything yeah. to coordinate mm-hmm. that offense. Just bizarre. But anyway, I hope they miss out just just like I say, spiritually. I hope they miss out because I don't want to have to sit through and watch them. I don't know why they have one. Mike Vrabel is somewhere shouting actually through his radio since he's an avid fan of extra points about you. The, yeah, but he's not his Belichick's tree. Disciples. He's his old player. He's his old player. He's not from his coaching tree. He was never on Belichick's staff. We may wow. have discussed this once, but on Jimmy Kimmel Live, there was a makeup artist who, um, when she had to replace herself, she would do it with a subpar, purposely do it with a subpar um, makeup artist. And so that everyone would be like, oh my God, you can never leave again kind of thing. It's a similar thing with mm-hmm. Belichick. Maybe he does surround himself with C minus uh, players, in this case, coaches, so that when they go on, it makes him look better kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Letterman, Letterman famously turned mm-hmm. down John Stewart following him at 1230 at CBS, right? He wanted Tom Snyder because the right. shine would be a little bit less for the guy following him. I think that's uh, I think we're on the same page there. What Martin, we'll talk. Um, let's well, I wanted to go to a break, but let's as we're in it, let's talk about coaches. Dan Campbell, who was a punchline like, I don't know, second eight days ago is now <laughs> plus 750 to win coach of the year. Now, Sirianni has this probably locked up. He's minus 360, the Eagles head coach. I mean, if they go 15 and two or 16 and one when they were expected to win nine, 10 game, I don't know. I don't know what the Lions and Dan Campbell would have to do, but he moved down from 30 to one to plus 750. Yeah, I think this is the time of year to be careful with some of these odds changes. You got to remember, they're trying to get you to bet on this stuff. Like Dan mm-hmm. Campbell is not going to be the coach of the year. Very much in the way that if you're betting Jalen Hurts for MVP today, it's too late. You missed the party. You no. should have bet it two, three weeks ago, you right? Should have, like, but you can still do it. It's not too I mean, terrible. You can, but I mean, but you know what I mean? It's like it's not like if he ends up losing it, you're gonna feel like a real idiot. Like I get that. Like obviously for coach of the year, you're not betting on Sirianni right now, but he's gonna win it even if they drop two of the next three. Because that whole that roster was the biggest question mark was, are they going to be able to get it done? Do they have the coach and the quarterback? Because they got everything else. And it's deemed out to be so. Like the Lions are one of those great stories. Right. <laughs> like that's what kind of what it is. Well, should it, I mean, check me, should it have a lot to do with um, how the books post the numbers? Should you go, if you're looking at coach of the year, should it be projected wins to how many wins they actually had and who had the biggest leap? Those are the guys that should be considered because the Lions get in as, I don't know, at, at nine and eight as a seven seed, is that as good as what Sirianni has done? I don't think so. 
Yeah, you ask an interesting philosophical question about how the voters are going to sit down and subjectively decide this. I guess you're right. It is, you know, it's a front running society, right? So I guess, you know, this is all so much noise. Dan Campbell's not going to get it. Uh, Weiss is rice. Rice is rice here. Rice here about <laughs> yeah, the yeah. fact that you missed the boat on on uh, on Hertz, and I think you missed the boat on Sirianni. There's not a big collapse coming for those Eagles. So what would Dan Campbell have to do the rest of the way? Right. Ah, it's interesting though, because if Dan Campbell does somehow run him into the playoffs, but still, it's got to be. I mean, are we are we are we do we have such uh, collective short term memory? Loss that we would ignore what Sirianni has done over the whole course of the season to replace yeah. him with Dan Campbell. I think it's got to be Sirianni, right? Yeah, well, there are other factors too, but we have to remember it's a regular season award, right? So if Dan Campbell takes the Lions to the Super Bowl, it doesn't impact the odds we're looking at right now, right? It's just, it's still a regular season. So you might as well start with how many wins, who has the most wins, and were they supposed to have that many wins? All right, let's And by the way, more. the Jets are going to win this week anyway. So that will derail oh, you the, think so? the good vibes. Yeah. That should the, be the Sunday night game. I want to talk about this with Spaghetti and everybody. Let's take a quick break. And then uh, we'll be back. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, we mentioned the Sunday night game before the break. It's now Giants-Washington Commanders. That game was flexed to Sunday night, and I I guess they can't unflex it, right? I mean, I feel like people flex and unflex all the time. It's a nice study in in biology or physiology or something, but um, so we're stuck with Giants-Commanders. I would have liked to see Jets-Lions because that is a loser-leaves-town match, I think, for sure. Now, Spaghetti. Uh, it's hurtful what your Giants did to me. They really did. I love them. I thought of myself, I'm a genius. I picked the commanders over the Eagles. I'm going to pick every upset whenever the Eagles are involved. And the Giants got beat up. They really just got beat up uh, against the Eagles. Never were in it. Yeah, I mean, I told you this. Um, I feel like the Giants have not beat the Eagles in years and years and years since I was like, I mean, I really can't remember the last time they had a significant win versus that team. Uh, they really find a way to get under my skin. Uh, you know, they're, <laughs> like, they're still dealing with injuries. This game obviously means a lot, uh, which is kind of why I'm shocked you're saying you don't want to see it on Sunday night. I think the game has a lot of significance, so I'm totally yeah. fine with it being flexed. Um, this shouldn't. It's not a boring game. The loser probably is out of the playoff hunt uh, most likely. So I think there is a lot of, um, you know, this game is weighed a lot. So I'm, I'm fine with it being flexed, but I don't feel great about it. I'm just kind of um, defeated at this point. So I don't know what else. Yeah. I'm I don't know. Well, you actually, you did mention the refs in your, in your tweet about the game. I, I always, I always do get a kick out of it. What were you saying on third down? They get crushed more than any other team. I well, I was very clear. I said whether it's warranted or not, meaning that sometimes <laughs> the players do make mistakes. Um, but I forget I'm dealing with with Sal, who defends all referees. But uh, I don't defend all referees. <laughs> you do. You love I, the refs. Listen, I could say I'm dealing with Eddie, who tweets once about the Giants game, and it has to do with the refs, even no, though you got wiped off. It's not true. But you did I, because you it, look back. Yeah, but I also point out other games where they're bad. And I and I also retweet other people who are verified in the media who say how bad the refs have been at, at certain points. Like, I I do my research. I see. I read what right. I'm, say. I'm saying your they're team not got good. crushed, and the only comment you made was about the refs, which is weird because it's a box no, score I said, on ESPN I, or Fox or anything, I which shows like time of possession war- and everything else. The pen- I said the penalties could be warranted. I was pointing yeah. at the boneheaded moves the Giants make. And I just said that they, like, it seems like every time there's, like, a third down stop, it's like, oh, there's a flag in the play. Extend the opponent's drive. It happened in the Lions game. Um, it happened right. in the Washington game. It just happened in the game. It didn't matter in the Eagles game. They did get blown out. I, I'm just pointing the Giants but played sloppy football. Oh, all right. I didn't get that at all from the the refs. Well, the word warranted means that. that. All right, but the refs. I, I don't know. I just feel like it was one tweet on a game you got crushed, and the refs. Of course, the refs were mentioned. Well, I'm, it, not, it I'm, I'm not going to tweet about it again. They, they lost by a hundred points. I'm not going to tweet about. No, that of course game. you got to blame the refs. I got it. I uh, by the way, speaking <laughs> of the refs, did you catch them not flagging the Baltimore Raven grabbing Kenny Pickett by his face mask on the first possession and slamming the back of his head? That was the bad. No call. But on Sunday Night Football, that that is in the top five. You know what's Worst weird about that play, Shaq? He got ever. He got he broke some tackles to get thrown on that play, right? It's like, I oh know, man, he's yeah, gonna I, he's gonna get crushed here. It's like, oh no, he's gonna get crushed here. And like, yeah, he was thrown down. I, I don't the refs make mistakes all the time. I'm not gonna say they don't, but uh I didn't blame them for the Cowboys almost losing to the Texans. I will say, Shaq, now that was a game that really maybe talk about over-unders. I know you picked over. Maybe we should have just gone under there and we're under on a teaser. It t- points are so hard to come by regardless of what the starters in, if it's Anthony Brown, if it's Pickett, if it's Trubisky, but 
Um, you must have felt good when Trubisky came in and was good for like 15 minutes. I'm still uh, still uh, <laughs> down about that one. I'm not going to jive you. That really? was a tough one to the arch rival. Obviously, extra weight there, but more practically where things stand there. Let, an ongoing theme for me is my battle with people residing on the banks of the three rivers rooting against the Steelers. Like, Dave, you just go accept. This team ain't good, dude. That's the bottom mm. line. They they not good. They should move on from Tomlin and all that jive. Like no one said this was a Super Bowl team, but again, they win that game, they get the six and seven. There would be a real shot at them making a run at the playoffs, and that's what I shoot for. I'm I'm a journey over destination guy, as I've made clear. Um, and again, you got to get over that five and a half. You're predicted strong the over five and a half. So now you have to at least I'm win not worried one about the next that four. Still. Tom yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about, I'm not too worried about that, records. but yeah. it's just, you know, the, 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 the thing that remains curious to me is, you know, people like, Hey, can't turn the ball over in the red zone. You know, Mitchell Trubisky, that's just not a winning approach mm. to throw three interceptions, two in the red zone. Like, yeah, but, but the pushback on that is he's Mitchell Trubisky for Christ's sakes. How about the defense? that's making a hundred million dollars that has Cam Hayward and TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick and Mike Tomlin and Brian Flores coaching them. How about that? That unit make a stop in a pivotal spot. You know, they're going to run the ball three straight times. All you have to do is stop them from getting a first down. You know, there's no chance. Anthony Brown is going to throw mm. the ball on you. And if he throws it and completes it good on you, John Harbaugh, as it turned out, they didn't, they ran the ball three straight times and made a first down shame the devil. But a little sunshine, or we're not going to get the sunshine, but I am with you 100%. Giants, commies, fine. Both are not going to make any hay in the playoffs anyway. I'm with you. Give me Lions, Jets. Think about the think about the event. All of a sudden, like, the Jets and Lions are on, are on Sunday I night know. football. It, it, it's an event all of a sudden just by these two bum teams forever going head-to-head in prime time. That's a must-watch. Martin Fox gave that game up and all this moving, rejiggering stuff around and, and making that Giants commanders game a night game. Fox had to give up Jets Lions to accommodate. And now now it's a CBS game. And uh, maybe I'm making too much of it. But that to me is the game of the week for the, uh, you know, involving Dan Campbell second in odds for coach of the year. Well, it's interesting, too, in that game, you have two what I like to call like hard head coaches right and Robert Sala who was taking his notes on everybody and Dan Campbell who will bite your kneecaps you know so you got that in play but you know you know we're both TV nerds but it's fascinating the, how the Rams and the Buccaneers completely screwed every television executive trying to plan what game was going to have the highest rating or which game they really wanted to watch uh in the in the crossovers but I'm just heartbroken for the Jets man my man Mike White was getting demolished yeah he was demolished on sunday and spent the night in the hospital sunday night to make sure he was going to be all right i hope Mm -hmm. he can stand up and go because if we had if we have to see joe flacco in this game i feel like we all the the just all the air out the balloon just goes who was who was more hurt mike white's ribs or zach wilson's feelings that he is clearly not even the second string at this point (laughs) that was weird to me, to see Flacco's face in there. It's like, we, we not only have we moved on, like, we don't even care. I'm not even going to see if you're on the sidelines. We're going Flacco second string. 
Um, as soon as the regular season ends, like, you know, two minutes after, you know how they do one shining moment and, you know, yeah. the end of uh, Animal House when they show you what these people went on to become in the uh, we need right. the NFL version of that. Like as soon as the season ends, like whatever happened to Zach Wilson, what's going to become of him? Like we talk about the Arizona Cardinals, who's going to fill mm -hmm. that head coaching gig and beyond Aaron Rodgers. Where will he wind up? These are fascinating questions that we can yeah. begin asking in front of the end of the regular season. Um, why didn't we see earlier on that Brock Purdy is a much better quarterback than Tom Brady? For God's yeah, sake. I, I, I nailed that one. Oh, I was this is, this oh, may yeah. be the all time. This may be my all time. You know how <laughs> I am about Jerry Orbach at the yeah. end of Dirty Dancing. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. At least for 60 minutes, I was wrong, everybody. What are we going to do with this team? Uh, Martin, no I think you, you're you going to have the, the one team. All right, so... If, I mean, I still like the Bucks to win the division. I can't give you one reason why they should. It's, it's ridiculous uh, anymore. Yeah, and I, you know what? I made a decision uh, Sunday night. I'm not buying the Panthers to win it. I'm not going to buy the ticket. I'm not buying the ticket. If the Panthers win, I can't just buy. I can't literally just go all the way in on my anybody but the Bucks in the South. But there's a very interesting confluence events that could occur Come uh, by around this time next week, there could be a three-way tie atop the NFC South, and this thing is anybody's game. And the that's Buccaneers, if Atlanta beats New Orleans, I believe so. Yes, yeah, so Atlanta beats New Orleans, right. and Carolina has to win, and the Bengals Steelers. have to beat yeah. the Bucks. Right. All so right. all of that has to go. All that has to play. And then it's a three-way tie at the top of this thing, and the Buccaneers are terrible. I've been telling y'all this team is a bad team. Y'all don't want to believe it. I understand that Tom Brady's still the quarterback and he got his cool little plastic surgery where his face is mm -hmm. all sucked in like this in his post games. But this it's is not a good team, man. And uh, if they can do that two-minute drill where Brady is running everything and pointing and shooting at everybody and Donovan Smith decides he's going to like not hold for like three plays in a row, then, yeah, they can drive the ball and score a touchdown. But, yeah, just you get know, up. You want to bet uh, on that happening. Good luck. Get up 17 points on them in the fourth quarter and you're and you're golden. I mean, and that's not hard to do. Um, but it is one of, I think, two divisions up for grab. You could say Tennessee Jaguars could catch them. I don't think so. You could say Dallas, Philly. I don't think so. Uh Baltimore, Cincy is about a coin flip. Baltimore's still favored to win that division. And uh the one we're talking about here, Tampa minus 300. A lot of people love the Panthers. I don't see that line moving at all at uh plus 375. Uh, but yeah, Brock Part Brock Purdy's the man. Shaq, I think quarterback saturation take is taking a decent hit um this year. Uh, I agree. Well, I, in a way, I, I, I agree and want to sign off with you on that, but I'm not willing to Jerry Orbach that yet because Geno Smith and Danny Dimes yeah. and Brock Purdy, doesn't that evidence that there are guys waiting or laying around ready to roll and you know, not maybe over six, 17 games, but for a month or so, I guess they can go out there and thrive in pro football. So maybe th there is so. something to it. And I think there's going to be three or four quarterbacks. So like, oh my God, how did they make the playoffs? Remember Sam Darnold, the Geno exactly, Smith, as you right. mentioned, Natalia Heineke. But Fabiano tweeted the other day, week 15 starters could be Anthony Brown, Desmond Ritter, Andy Dalton, Mitch Trubisky, Sam Darnold, Davis Mills, Brett Rippon, Baker Mayfield. That I mean, you Hell wouldn't want to... Yeah. You wouldn't want to start any of those guys on your fantasy team, not even in the playoffs. Well, I mean, like the injuries are injuries. But, you know, what's interesting is I have pointed at the Ravens for the last six weeks and maybe even since August is like, well, clearly, I mean, I've certainly picked the Ravens to win that division um, all year long. But 
now I can't I I can't go against the the bungles with what they're doing. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, are you, is there any reason you say that there are even odds to take the North? But is there any way even with their respective schedules left there? Is there any way you would go against the Bengals right now? No. One of the tough games on the Bengals schedule was the Bucks, And so that's not, uh, you know, they're they're on the road. They're only a few point favorite and anything could happen. But I no longer see that. I, I have that as a win for them. Right. And so. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of got the Watsons beating the, the Ravens this week. If it's Anthony Brown, maybe even if it's Ty Huntley, I think I still like the the Brannies over the birdies. I'd be surprised if that game would we'll be watching together at uh, Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club there. Megan Gailey might be performing right when we're watching Ravens Bengals. I imagine that's the night game on week 18. And I imagine it means uh, means everything for the division win there. I don't know. Maybe the Ravens just go on a slide here and don't win, win at all. But what I want to know right now, Martin, you have your list of meatheads? Shoot, oh, I, let's oh hear. do I? All right. So, go you ahead. know, most of the time it's like a coach or a player or something like that. But this time, I'm going a little bit off the board. I'm going to media members this time. Mm-hmm. All you legacy verified accounts that may or may not be notable anymore because you didn't subscribe to Twitter Blue, I'm talking to you. All right. First of all, everybody in the media who convinced themselves and partially me that the Raiders were back in it just for them to lose to Mr. 48 Hours himself, Baker Mayfield. Right? <laughs> then, all the media members who tried to convince us that Tua versus Herbert was a real conversation and right. somehow had built that game up to where the entire, they had whole NBC picked uh, Miami to win that game outright. You know who did it? Martin. Who had a pup of the week as the Los Angeles Chargers. Hmm. And then the last one, you two jerks. Because you called me an idiot for picking the Bengals. You told me the Lions were going to break my heart. And you told me, you laughed in my face when I said Brock, the Rock was a lock, and they were up 35 <laughs> nothing by halftime. Thank you. All right. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, you know what? Can I pick from those three? It's me. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I was five and seven, and uh, I was wrong about uh, three of those things. By the way, the Lions will still break your heart. They'll reel you in, much like the Raiders did for their fans. But, um, uh, Sheck, I have a feeling you want to address the Chargers-Dolphins thing, because now you're offset in a, an ancillary um social media war about I, I don't know why this has become a thing with the Chargers Dolphins with Herbert and Tua. I mean, it's funny because you say media members. I think the ongoing reaction to what people who are baldly doing a WWE style bit, Skip Bayless, <laughs> Emmanuel Acho, why are you reacting to them? Clearly, the goal is attention. I can't resist it myself. So when I say, why do we pay attention to it? When it is clearly <laughs> manufactured pap, we got to right. we gotta be better than this. And I really do think if you want to get, if you really want it, Dave to get crazy conspiracy theorist level kind of dumb, but since conspiracy theories are all the rage this millennium, I think you can really point to on some level, these dim head-to-head binary debates that are staged and and trumped up, like I'll take one side, you take the other, about this quarterback or that quarterback, is how on some level we became so divided as a society, that there are always two sides to whatever the subject is, and I'm going to fight for one feverishly, no matter how ridiculous or how or, or how marginal the difference is between A and B, but I'm going to fight you on this and you're crazy and who cares what you what you did in your career, all that crap. 
It's just nonsense that then we react to. Uh, do, do you think Emmanuel Acho has taken any kind of a hit for the ridiculousness of saying that he thinks two is better than Justin Herbert? No. The thing is, ha ha, he beclowned himself. Did he? I guarantee well, but, his social media following is much yeah. greater than it was a month ago oh, because of, course. of this nonsense. He got he yeah. got a lot of shine off of it. Congratulations, everybody. But the the the, the Martin, I thought the dumbest part of that whole thing is like this game is going to decide who has yeah, the better yeah, career right. and who will have the better career and like uh i don't know like I, I love herbert but he throws 43 times entering the fourth quarter and a game is winning like it's just a different style and i'm not sure with tua without you know tyree kill is anything special either but i'm not going to judge it all on this one game for god's sakes well you know since you know december 11th football games decide legacy Right? right. Like that's when that's when the legacy line is drawn, not in yeah. the playoffs, not in the Super Bowl. Like nobody cares about I mean, I should say nobody cares. All of this <laughs> is great. But show mm. me you can do it in in, in January and I mean, in December and January and, and going on forward. Like like, like it, when it matters, like mm. the, the, the reason why to me, it's a laughable conversation because it's like Joe Burrow is the guy who actually went to the Super Bowl out of this class. Like, out of that class, be, yep. like that's the guy we should be comparing all these other guys to. Right. He right. should be the gold standard. And, we you know, we're, but, you know, hey, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Bronze and silver are battling it out and we're making it like it's a pay-per-view event. Like either right. way, it's uh stupid. All right. Uh, I do think I do think you do have to say for all the stuff. It, it, it's a funny thing that. You know, we were consumed as a football nation for a fortnight at minimum about Tua. Was he concussed and should he have been back in the game and heard the Dolphins actually good and all that stuff that Justin Herbert, for whatever reason, hasn't been shown the same grace or whatever word you would apply to it. He had did everybody forget that he that he really almost literally looked like he couldn't lift his arm over his throwing uh, mm. arm over his head because of the rib injury and he could. I mean, that was six weeks of his career and he, he kept on playing and he, you know, they, they were treading water, but this is Justin Herbert healthy. Nobody has shown, nobody has acknowledged or not nearly enough, at least like, yeah, he was hurt. That's why he didn't look good for a big stretch. I don't know, man. I think we are going to win it all said and done. And I'm not putting my name on the line for this, but I think Justin Herbert is going to be one of the careers that we have no idea how to analyze. Uh, people will figure ha. out how to analyze. I I honestly think he's going to have amazing stats. He's going to have passed more than everyone else. And he's going to have like uh, 35 more losses than he has wins. And we're going to be like, what the hell did this, what did we just see with this guy? Like really, hmm. where, where is it? I mean, Still, I think the top 10 right now, quarterbacks, I would say, but I think career wise, I'm just making a prediction, not putting my name on it. But uh, I think that's where we're going to be with uh, Justin well, Herbert. Hey, let's I mean, take a I'll, oh, go I was ahead, about to say the last thing I to say on it. A lot of this has to do with your coach and quarterback combination and how long sure. that can last. Like you look at Drew Brees and Sean Payton. That obviously was a marriage made in heaven for a long, long time. And you got the opposite version of where you got like a Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin, where one guy is kind of doing like overseeing everything and one guy's a big face of the office like that where they're kind of like I don't say equal partners but you know Ben Roethlisberger obviously had a huge impact in in the in the locker room like I don't see it with Brandon Staley and that's scary to me because he's already been so many years into his career he's had two head coaches like at least with Burrow and Zach Taylor you see uh -huh. there's some rapport there two is already on his second head coach like that's that's not that's not good news well here's what the I'm new saying world about Staley. order Staley, real quick, check. Staley, I feel like, and I, I don't want to be on Nacho's side here, but I think like Staley gets all the 
for when they go off for it on fourth down and don't make it. Herbert gets all the praise when they go for yeah. it and do make it. I, I don't think that he gets he takes a hit either way uh, on these fourth down plays, which adds like two or three or four plays, you know, sports center type plays per game for him. Go ahead, Jack. I was just going to say one regarding the Chargers once again. Yes, we're broken up. I wish them nothing but the best going <laughs> forward in their new life. But, you know, if Slater and Bosa come back and they get into the playoffs, those are not small matters in a wild sure. card round matchup. Um, but it's, it is a funny thing that the, that the logic has kind of changed with the head coach and quarterback relationship, Roethlisberger and Tomlin is one example of that, but Dungy and Peyton and Brady yeah. and Belichick and yeah. the new world order is now Mike McDaniel with Tua and Andy Reed with Patrick Mahomes and mm. so on. What that means? I don't know. I'm just pointing it out or, or supporting the point you just made there. It is interesting that that's kind of swung Staley and Herbert. I like that idea. This guy's going to lock down the defensive side and our superstar talent QB is going to carry the day and put points on the board for us. That's a winning formula to me, but it hasn't really been the winning formula the last couple of years. Sean yeah. McVay and Matthew Stafford. That's what wins, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Well, listen, let's take another break. I do want to go over our extra points draft. We did it. Um, just the talent here on the network. We did it. Uh, spaghetti meatballs, babyface Joel Solomon. We're in it as well. We drafted futures and now some of these are coming to fruition. So I want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, let's take a break and we'll be right back. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing your relationships, your skills, your customer base? How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, extrapoints.com slash draft. You could check it out. We had a talent-wide um, draft here where we each took futures that we try to do this two times a year. We did it, I think it was the first Monday night of the year was the actual draft. Yeah, it was Denver against Seattle. And Seattle upset them, and that turned the season into a tailspin, I think. Um, <laughs> but we did it that night, and we do it for all events that play out until like uh, the middle of February or so. So we'll have like for NBA, we'll have uh, most points points per game leader by the All-Star break. But we'll get all the football in there, right? We'll get like, so for instance, Martin cashed on Michigan Big Ten champs plus 450 and we did 10 picks each and each of them was a different dollar increment so and you use the odds um you know the corresponding odds so martin you also had saints to win the nfc south that's probably going to lose you had burrow for most regular season passing yards which is that in there is that uh i know it's i know it's mahomes right it's but, mahomes right now i i think mahomes has got it by a bit all right um Sheck, but you know, no, yeah. Dude, I, the Bengals are going to come on strong i've said it a few times 
It could happen. Check you had your big one. It's funny when we look at this now. Your big first round bet was Kevin O'Connell, NFL Coach of the Year. They're gonna have a lot of year, uh, wins, but he's not. He's not amongst the ones that I know. Uh, I I got I got too cute by mm-hmm. a ton by a hundred times. I also had Joe Mixon leading the league in rushing yards. I just figured, and you could see it. I felt validated. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, four weeks in, boy, they're trying to feed him. But they just can't get him rolling. And then it went downhill from there. So screw now, Yeah. Well, you had a couple when we have uh, Niners to win the NFC West. It wasn't one of your main bets, right? So I think you're right. just going to clear 140 there. You had the Buckeyes uh, college champs that could still win for 325. You had her. I like that. I, I, and by the way, that was a good bet by Eddie spaghetti floated that two, three weeks ago. And I happened to really like that. I, I you know, I, as much as I bad the playoff yeah. and everything, the the way it sets up, I really think people, the math that people are doing here about uh, about Georgia, well, they're clearly the dominant team and look at what, you know, mm-hmm. I think Ohio State matches up with them very nicely. And I really think uh, of any team, it, well, certainly of those three, and even if Alabama were in the mix, if there's one team I think that could take down Georgia, it's these Ohio State Buckeyes. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Uh, you got the star receiver. I mean, they, they just have, if he throws from a clean pocket, doesn't really matter, but, uh, you got a receiver. Uh, there's, I got to check the opt-outs though. Some of these games don't yeah, mean as much to the right. players, even though it's a playoff game. You had my Mets to win the world series. Thanks for that. Uh, Eddie, you had Crimson Tide to win the national champs. I did that in real life. Rangers to lead at the all-star break. The Metropolitan, is that going to win? Uh, probably not, but you know what though? A lot of quality wins. The Rangers are on a hot streak, four straight wins, uh, points. And I think like seven <laughs> last games, um, so not going to win that one, but, but, uh, things are hopefully turning around for the, uh, the New York Rangers there. All right. Yeah. I, I, I was on the bad end of a lot of these college picks. Do you had Miami to win the ACC? I lost all my college picks. USC close to being PAC 12 champs. Um, what else do we have? Uh, I had bill Super Bowl champs still alive. Dodgers world series. No Barkley comeback play of the year. Don't know. What's the best long and- shot that's hitting? Hench the was be- trying to celebrate this the other day. I th- I can't remember which ones he pointed out. Anybody I didn't write his. One? Babyface says Chargers AFC champs 2400. Mikey Meatballs has Micah Parsons most regular season sacks. He's two and a half behind uh, Martin's uh, Judon there, but that would win 6300. Yeah, Judon and uh, Bosa are tied at 14 and a half. There you go. But Chargers AFC champs is also in there, Babyface 2400. Am I missing something? Baby face out of these. I mean, Hench had Brittany Griner being returned home by Christmas. That was oh, Jesus. One, right? Oh, that's no, no. tasteless. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah. No, I think we named uh, all of them. But anyway, extrapoints.com slash draft if you want to uh, play along and uh, check it out with us. All right, let's do our play of the day. I'm going Memphis plus seven and a half over Alabama. Yeah, college basketball. On a Tuesday, Memphis 8-2, and their solid squad. They won six in a row. They beat Auburn on a neutral court last week. Bama turns it over. They got four freshmen handling the ball regularly, which may be the problem. Memphis top 20 in the nation at forcing turnovers. I think uh, Kendrick Davis helps Penny Hardaway's team get over the hump here. Tigers win, but I'll take the points here. Seven and a half. Martin, your play of the day. Well, with the Utah Jazz on the money line, I love, I really like the Pelicans. I'm actually um, interviewing Larry Nance later this week to talk about a jersey giveaway he's been doing all season Ooh. to help uh, boost New Orleans public schools. But I think they're going to lose tonight as they're coming off two big wins against Phoenix, kind of charged up. You saw Zion do the 360 windmill dunk. They're the top team in the West right now, riding kind of high. 
Jazz are have two days off. It's a home game for them, and weird things happen in Utah. So I'm going with the I'm going with the Jazz. On All the right, line. weird things happen. Check weird things are happening in the NHL. Right, it's been weird to bet hockey uh, the last couple of weeks. These teams are yeah, I guess apart. so. Uh, by the way, the Pels are fun. We should all be rooting for them spiritually for any number of reasons. We kind Absolutely. of discussed them a little I bit, agree. but they look, but they, as I say, the plague of sameness is broken or it's disrupted by these Pels. They look different <laughs> than most NBA teams playing. So I, I root for their success going forward. Um, but yes, the NHL, I am going to go with the stars over the devils. Both teams played last night. Both teams played tough games last night boy the stars are big and fast and talented the devs are a young team going through the grind of a long nhl season maybe Mm. it's just now starting to catch up with them ever so slightly i don't think they're a mirage i don't think they're going to completely go away but tonight i'm taking the devs and if you really want to live and not just survive take the stars oh and by the way i'm taking the stars on the money line plus 140 in new jersey for that one but if you want to not just survive and you want to live take the stars and parlay it with the buffalo sabers hosting the kings and you juice that thing up to plus 358 wow i think that's a fun bet too that the the sabers talk about an exciting team to watch they're about as fun a watch as there is in pro puck these days the stars are another one there but uh if you want a winner plus 140 dallas stars in newark meatballs you uh in on the stars and the sabers for tonight yeah jason robertson tate thompson i'm all in all right there you go just don't wear their. Do you see those dumb white pants that they wear that look like they're wearing adult diapers? The, the sabers? sabers. Oh, really? God, are they terrible looking? Oh, I'm gonna have to check it out real quick. Martin, I know Sheck is the uniformer, but Martin, you had some uh, comments on Caleb Williams. Actually, it wasn't Caleb Williams. Who are you going after? Was it Duggan? Who was wearing the business suit at the Heisman? Well, uh, I had just comments on a lot of it because I was on the radio on Fox Radio when the yeah, ceremony was happening, so we couldn't mm. hear it. No, so Caleb, you know, he had what I would call grandma's couch, right? With plastic, like that's kind of how it would work. He still had the tags on his suit. It was a little confusing as he had the Adidas logo. I don't know if it's a trefoil or trefoil, however you pronounce it, but the Adidas logo with the Gucci underneath the Adidas logo within the three stripes on the side of the suit, which didn't match the suit at all. But at the end of the day, I had to commend the kid for trying Right. Because Stetson Bennett just looked like he was walking into a job interview and somebody replied to one of my tweets. It was a great point. He's old enough to interview those other guys for actual jobs. Oh, there should be some age limit on the Heisman. Like, let's be unless you served your country, literally. Like, come on. Right. Like Stetson Bennett could rent a car. Right. Like, so what are we talking about? Um, It's a lot. But I had to give the best dress to C.J. Stroud, even though I had questions about whether or not he had reason to be there in the first place. Mm hmm. I don't know how I would dress. I'd embarrass myself. It would just be too boring. I wouldn't be able to put together something like Martin or Eddie Spaghetti with the. You should go Zeke uh, crop top. Is that what it would be? Oh, yeah. I think that would be like Zeke inspired. Oh, that would have been great. That would have been great if he did that. At some point, do you become, you know how when you see commercials of your injured or bad playing quarterback and and you become vexed by his press? Like I imagine right now Packers fans wouldn't want to see those Aaron Rodgers commercials that he was doing the last few years. Do you get cross if you're an Arizona Cardinals fan that Kyler Murray is walking in in gold silk 
uh, kind of kimono looking jersey kind of thing. Like he's uh, going to go to the discotheque after the thing with the with the platform shoes and everything else. And and then he stinks. Like I know he got hurt, but I mean, right. not, what's what's like Deion Sanders of all people was like Cam Newton. He once uh, he once said to me and a, a couple other people watching uh, a TV game, uh, we're looking at Cam Newton. And he said, you can't do that. You're the CEO of a franchise. You can't of a company. You can't dress like that. Like if he's winning, he can do that. Dion. I don't think, mm. I don't know if you get away with that. If you, if you get the same grace, if Interesting. You're, if you're, if you're getting paid that kind of money and you stink, I think well, there are enough curmudgeons in our society that'll be, that are looking for something to bellyache about. And they'll bellyache about that. See, see, he's not serious. Look how he dresses for football games. I think we're getting uh, news from Spaghetti with the, the Kyler Murray you mentioned. Is he done? It's, it's, I mean, he's done anyway, right? But was that torn ACL? Confirmed torn ACL, third play of the game last night. Uh, uh, and his season next year, the start of the next season, will be in jeopardy, obviously. Oh, man. Full year rehab. Yikes. Not good. A knee brace to go with those platform shoes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but at this point now, he could stand up and like, will you people please now let me play video games? Can you just, can I just do it as I nurse my leg here? What what more? Just let me do it. I really uh, hope they don't take him to task now during right. the rehab. Out of everything, right? Do they have to keep him to that uh, whatever fake agreement they? Um, Boy, I I, I gotta say, I don't want to kick him while he's down. I don't want to kick him with my good knee, but um, he was such a specific guy coming out of the draft, and he was the first overall because Cliff Kingsbury. That was, I mean, mm. you know. If, if you have short-term memory problems, like you may re- forget, like that was the whole thing. We're hiring you Cliff Kingsbury mm-hmm. on the notion that you're going to bring, you know, you and Kyler coming to get all that kind of stuff. I wonder what becomes of Kyler Murray's career now, legitimately. Not Jeez. that you know, I want to knock the poor kid, but you know, it's weird. Cause I don't know that he is for everybody. A, a Yeah. Oh, Lizzo, you see the talent there. We definitely want him as our starting quarterback. I don't know. That I that's think you gotta, you gotta him. ask Acho. That's the only way you're going to learn. Uh, what's right, going to become right. of him? I do know. Um, I hope he does make a floor card. It's one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL. Like he's fun. That's for sure. Yeah. Un- like all the things aside, he's one of my favorite guys to play. Eddie made a great point in the chat that the Cardinals should just pull the Cardinals and draft a new quarterback because mm-hmm. they're going to get a new coach soon anyway. Yeah, I mean the, the thing though, we what, what we love. Yeah, of course, I, I think they could run the table losing the rest of the games, and then that that'll spend the end, spell the end of Kingsbury for sure. But you know, as is the case. Kyler Murray, this is not going to inspire him to run more or run as much, right? This injury. So this is where Shaq we might see where a quarterback like kind of just sits back and becomes a co- uh, pocket passer, which is not. Let what me we say this to Kyle you Murray. too, by the way, quickly. Yeah. One, Josh Allen has got to cut that crap out. They, they, he is. I mean, like, did you see see some of the spills he took uh, yeah. on Sunday? Like it is. That is just bad. They keep like, wow, what a look how he vaults over these guys lying I mean, around by the hurt. goal line. And then what? Yeah. Yeah. Not, just because he's big, that doesn't uh, inoculate him from from uh, injury, which would then end the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl run. Right. He better settle down with that stuff. But in our animal house, whatever happened to this thing about the news on Sunday morning, and this is before the Brock Purdy game, the idea like, Hey, Tom Brady's keeping all his options open. How about Vegas? What about San Francisco? What about like, are we sure somebody wants Tom Brady next year? 
Like, I mean, a real contending team is like, looks at Tom Brady and says like, yeah, that's the finishing piece for us. I'm skeptical of even that. Where's he going to be by next year? He got pulled off the main Fox telecast. It's never happened before to Brady down 28 with a minute into the second half, Martin. Send him to Arizona. Send him to Arizona with New Hopkins. I'm about to say, I I don't think that Tom Brady's done though. Not one bit. Like I, if if Tom Brady was on the 49ers right now, I'd feel that like, well, lock it, lock it up. Super Bowl champion right there. I just read I you the list that. of like if, quarterbacks are going to start week 15. So I guess in that regard, Tom Brady is not done, right? I just read you the Yeah, like the, the, he's still, he's exactly. got, I mean, he's still, I mean, like as bad as he's been this year, are we really ready to say he's like a bottom 15 starting quarterback in the league? Because I'm not. I'm not. Right there. I, I think there he's were, right there are some throws, though. There are some throws, though, that are real stinkers in that Niners mm-hmm. game. I mean, just like what? What the hell, Tom? I mean, that's a that's a that's a pretty breezy throw for a pro QB to make, you know, for touchdowns, and you're missing by five yards on some of them. It, it is weird watching him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mike Leach died, sixty-one years old. Very sad. Solid coach, really funny guy. Go down the rabbit hole. Do yourself a favor. Look at his interviews. You can find them on Twitter. There's like they're anywhere from nine seconds to two and a half minutes, and they're all hilarious and. Please don't take this the wrong way. I know you're going to actually take this the wrong way. He was a funny version of John Madden, I thought. I thought about it. <laughs> I, I have to put one dead guy down to lift up another. But uh, <laughs> ridiculous that he had a law degree and never had coached or played football before. Never coached or played and then took a job as an O-line coach at San Luis Obispo. But we're going to miss him. He was definitely a, a quotable figure, Sheck. Yeah, one of the all-time funniest. That's what breaks through for me. Obviously, innovative, and a lot of people mimicked what he did in a football sense. But listen, we must celebrate distinctive personalities, funny personalities. It's right. weird that I just a couple of days ago uh, was kibitzing with Mina Kimes about funniest coaches that we've ever seen. John McKay, the USC that's and right. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to me is the is the all-time funniest in that regard. But Mike Leach would be on that short list up there with bum Phillips and Wade Phillips. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the sound bites I and everything else, down. obviously three dimensional guy and everything, but you know how funny he was in a, you uh, know, leaving the field or in a press conference or everything. That's a, uh, that's a shame for sports to lose. Uh, I had one to add like to that. your, to your discussion for sure. I can't, and you, I saw you and Mina going back and forth on uh, Twitter. Oh yeah. Jason Dave Campo. Garrett. Jason Garrett, it's hilarious. Have you seen it? Have you seen his? Uh... That's a different kind <laughs> of funny. Like verse. Oh, it like is. You can, yeah, like you know, uh, you know, Will Ferrell movies. They're funny on purpose. Roadhouse. Right. That's what Jason Garrett okay. is funny like. You know, unintentional comedy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. What a <laughs> weirdo. It was unintentional coach uh, as well. Good Lord. Get him. Why does anybody listen to him? Why? I, I, I can't get over. Why would, what has he done that makes anybody say like, yes, his insights on football are, are invaluable. Given Stanford his track the bullet. Stanford what dodged the, the bullet. Good job by them. All right. Martin, I was just going to say one thing that's wild about Mike Leach. If you look back and like the whole reason Cliff Kingsbury's NFL coach is because of Mike Leach. Like if you draw mm-hmm. all the lines and all like, the influence that Mike Leach had on the game of football mm. is up there with like Don Coriel and like 
and Nick Saban and Belichick. He didn't have well, like necessarily don't, winning. Oh, Martin, don't drag his name through the mud. I mean, guy just died. And you're giving you're you're <laughs> blaming saying, him. He for didn't Cliff have Kingsbury. the win loss. Like, he didn't have the win loss record attached to it, and it was yeah. only going to work necessarily in college. But the whole idea of spreading people out, started, right. like really went to the max with Mike Leach, and it, it you know Gardner. Uh, my memory from him will be Gardner Minshew coming to the NFL throwing darts because I watched mm-hmm. him do it at Washington State with Mike Leach. They put that mustache on him. There you go. Well, Washington State, Fresno State, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Get your tickets. Go right there. Uh, it's labowl.sofistadium.com. We got uh, Sheck minus three. You're with Kevin Hench coming up tomorrow. That's going to be a fun one. You're with Greg McElroy uh, yesterday. So two episodes. Yeah, we, we, we set the enjoy. table. I know football season feels over for you if your pro football team is scuffling or college football is mm-hmm. literally over now. But uh, we get you right for the playoff season. And delightfully so, thanks to Greg McElroy. He's down on Cheetos. I, I celebrate Cheetos, <laughs> the puffy ones. Not the not the hard ones, you understand. But the Cheetos, they have cornered the market on those. It's a remarkable achievement. Lay's potato chips. Everybody else created potato chips. But, you know, Spaghetti looked it up, and there's some other pretenders trying to challenge the throne. But he doesn't eat Greg McElroy. He doesn't eat the puffy ones. I eat them all the time now that they're in the house. I like them both. The puffy gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. That's the, that's yes. the, a, a bit of a problem, but or or maybe you relish in it. But um, you will appreciate Cheetos if you eat non-Cheeto Cheetos. Yes, Do that's that. what we were but, talking about. Me and spaghetti. Yep, yes, I think there's that, like these te- that ended up in my pirate ca- booty is the good. Other day. Yeah, there you go. Pirate oh. booty is okay. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. But the non-Cheetos, the no frills is no good. If you're in New Orleans, you're well familiar with Elmer's Cheese Whiz, which I actually went to high school <laughs> with Alan Elmer, which is a very it's like a it's a it's like the, the alternative to cheese to Cheetos. I've had more mm. than my fair share. Martin, you should ask, um, you should ask Will Blackman about his Cheeto love on Lemon Pepper Parlay this week this coming night. up. We have against all odds. We have covered in glory that uh, Argentina-Croatia game is about to kick off in a minute right there. Yeah, we're down to four teams, so that'll be fun. Uh, My friend, by the way, my friend in college, Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to get a step on that, but quickly, uh, a friend of mine in college used to introduce himself to girls as Darren Ponderosa, heir to the Ponderosa (laughs) Steakhouse, and and a fair percentage of women would believe it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't waiver wired today. That's great. Waiver wired, Eddie and Jen. uh, You know, you made a good point, Eddie, you and Jen, about the how the NFL just doesn't give a crap about us, and the, the way you know it is six by teams the week leading up to the playoffs. Ridiculous. Figure that out. Should never be more than four, right? I don't understand why the buys are this late. And, you know, me and Jen did say it's a billion dollar industry, this fantasy yeah. thing where, you know, it's partnered, the league pushes it. Um, and and then to to do that, to have it so late in the season is just very bizarre. Um, but yeah, excited to do a new waiver wire with Jen. I have a feeling that uh, this Kyler Murray injury will probably take the headline uh, until oh, yeah. the show. Yeah, for sure. And check, you don't care, but I made the playoffs in our West Coast fantasy team. I beat uh, Tall John and Jamie, and now I play Simmons. You root for me over Simmons wow. in a, a quarterfinal match, right? Why, n- yeah, you know what? I don't give a good goddamn about any of it. <laughs> all right, good. Uh, reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 